Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Lynn Norris. Here's your daily tip from the experts at Real Simple. This is what self-care actually is and what it isn't by Lindsay Teagar. Between wellness and beauty companies promising to release feel-good endorphins with every product and being told to take more baths and learn to meditate, it can be confusing to determine what you time really should be and shouldn't be. Is self-care letting yourself watch one more episode and treating yourself to another brownie? Or is it actually learning when to turn off Netflix and get in bed a little earlier? And who decides? At the core of the self-care movement is the need to renew your spirit, to choose activities, or a complete lack thereof, that help you feel both relaxed and rejuvenated. Self-care is ultimately about taking a pause to do what you need to, to be happier, calmer, and healthier. And no matter what products you buy or things that you do, it's crucial to remember that self-care is an individualized experience— What benefits you mentally and physically may not be the same for your best friend or partner. We asked mental health experts and coaches to explain the do's and don'ts of creating a self-care routine that's for you and only you. Do focus on activities that fill you up. One commonly touted self-care practice is taking a bath, complete with candles, essential oils, salts, and bubbles— But if you don't have a bathtub, or if you hate having wrinkly fingers, why force yourself? The point of these rituals is to fill you up rather than deplete you, so it's crucial to figure out what brings you joy, says Naomi Torres Mackey, Ph.D., the head of research at the Mental Health Coalition. Torres Mackey says that your self-care choices should leave you feeling nourished, energized, and ready to tackle whatever comes next— All too often, she notes, people get into the doing and producing mode and then start to see self-care as yet another to-do list item. To determine what works for you, Torres Mackey suggests the cognitive behavioral technique of imagining experiences in detail ahead of time. When you're considering what you need at the moment to feel good, imagine yourself doing it and how you will feel after, she continues. If it's filled up, then go for it. If it's depleted, skip it. Don't use self-care as an excuse to overindulge. Self-care isn't an excuse to spend an excessive amount of money or go overboard at happy hour to escape, says Vanessa Kennedy, Ph.D., director of psychology at Driftwood Recovery. Self-care isn't blowing our paycheck on retail therapy, having an extra drink because we deserve it after a hard day, or taking too much time away from our responsibilities for an expensive spa day or trip, she says. When we make these excuses for ourselves, we aren't reaping the real benefits, since they provide instant gratification without a long-lasting impact. Instead, Kennedy says self-care should be about creating a little breathing room to come back to the task or problem with more mental resources to handle it. We should use self-care to make sure we are well-equipped to handle the stresses of life as opposed to avoiding them. Do view self-care as essential rather than indulgent. 
Self-care is not only a wellness skill, but a survival skill, Taurus Mackey says. Once you start seeing self-care as essential rather than indulgent, it becomes easier to care for yourself and therefore to also care for others. To begin reframing how you picture it, correct yourself when you start to feel guilty for doing an activity that fulfills you, like reading a book for 30 minutes. Instead, list all of the reasons you'll be a better partner, friend, mother, daughter, and so on by taking the time you need. Don't believe that self-care has to be a major production. Often what prevents us from taking care of ourselves regularly is the pressure to make it the best ever or live up to unrealistic expectations. But it doesn't need to be expensive to be meaningful. There are endless forms of self-care that are free and take very little time or energy at all, like putting on your favorite song or eating your favorite dish, Torres Mackey says. Viewing self-care as something that requires so much effort that it becomes overwhelming ends up defeating the purpose. Thanks for listening. Check back tomorrow or go to realsimple.com for the latest. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.